Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Clue Don Country Family Podcast. Got a really exciting interview coming to today. I know I tell y'all all the time that I got an exciting interview, but have I let y'all down yet? Just saying. Tap in. When I rap, I be shaking them. Every song that I write, DJ banging them. So you say that I'm whack, but they playing them. Got Ferraris and cribs, and y'all hating them. Nothing to say to them. One, cause you paying them. I be checking the scans, you scam. Goddamn, you're fooling me. Yo, yo, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who has tapped in with any episodes of KFM Network. That is for Country Family Podcast or Why I Love Podcast with me and my co-host, Pisces Princess. So, of course, if you want to support the channel in any type of way, you can click right there at the link below. It's that Patreon link. I have four separate subscriptions in which you can support the channel. And if you haven't already, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share anything that you see coming from Country Family Podcast. Because, you know, we don't get a lot of listens yet, so we need all the help that we can get. So don't be stingy. You know, you're going to share something else crazy on your profile. You might as well share something with content. But anyways, with all that being said, got a really dope interview coming in. Um, So this one, I've been kind of like, you know, working in the back of my head for a little while. Um. And it's, I was actually just talking to her off offline, and it's crazy, you know, when you kind of just see people's growth. You don't really know them enough that you know y'all have some type of connection, but you don't really know them, especially those sometimes random people that you have on Facebook that it's just like, I don't even know if I really ever actually had a, you know, but it's like y'all have some type of, you know, connection, whatever, but you see their growth in you over the years, and you see the transformations that they go through, and some, a lot of times we give a lot of, we pay a lot of attention to people who are bigger people who are in the media. And when they go through these transformations and we don't pay attention to people who are literally in our communities and in our circles and in our backyards that are making amazing, do amazing things uh, for themselves, you know what I'm saying? And also have done amazing things for other people as well. So without further ado, I'm not going to go you know super deep into that. I want to introduce this young lady to the stage. Um, I don't even know really how to, fully i can't even give her a title <clears throat> i'm just gonna explain i let her explain you know saying what she wants to you know say uh say that she does but i just know that she's an amazing performer um she's you know an amazing burlesque dancer out there in new orleans and she's from the city so i gotta bring her to the stage miss nova what's going on miss hi oh man you made me i'm so good you're so good that's so great to hear Yo, no problem for sure, for sure. I got I got to give you a flowers for sure because you know it's it's um like I said it's been a long time coming. You know, saying getting you on there. Thank you, I appreciate it for real, for real. When you reached out to me, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna talk about? But like you said, it's been a journey. It's been a really long journey, but I'm happy I'm here right now. Already, that's all that matters. That's really all that matters. So before we get into that journey, I gotta ask you, what was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? I, uh, it's so weird to say this. So the first song, I, I gotta actually give you the name of it. Um, it's the, it's a Nobody Knows, The Trouble I've Seen. Uh, it's a old 70s uh, gospel song. And it's, uh, it's real, it's like funky though. So I woke up and it was the first thing I listened to. I listened to some type of spiritual gospel music every, every time I wake up. So Okay. Okay. First, what's, your, what's your reasoning for that? And I turn on the twerk music, so. 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta get your mind, get your spirit right, and then let it out. I got you. <laughs> you know, so you throw it in the circle. So. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, I, so, I tried my best not to get too ratchet because I was like, oh, Nah, ratchet. talk your shit. Nah, okay. listen, like I have a, I have a, yeah, that's my thing on the podcast. Talk your shit. Be you okay. because. I want you to share this shit and people listen to you and they, they get you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, I have a rule. I don't talk to humans before 2 10 a.m. It's, it's a definite rule. I do not joke. Because I have to, like, before 10 a.m., it's all spirituality. Like, I'm talking, chill. I'm talking to my ancestors. I'm talking to, you know, most high. I'm doing that before 10 a.m. So around that time, you know, with talking to my ancestors, they didn't listen to twerk music. Grandma didn't want to see me twerking. So, you know, we played that for them. And then after 10 a.m., we throwing on some Megan Thee Stallion to get our chakras aligned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gotta get that chakra right. <laughs> that back chakra. My chakras aligned for a little bit. But not oh, just okay. energy before you leave out the house. For sure. For sure. Okay. Okay. And uh, so before we continue, the audio is chopping in and oh, out just a little bit. Does it sound a little better now? It does. I'm not sure if it's. Is it me? It's me. Yeah, but I can't tell if it's just when we're talking at the same time. Okay. Like, is that the only reason why it sounds choppy? I don't know. Talk. Talk. Both of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The way me find so. I don't even know the rest of that. Uh -huh. I think it's whatever. There's like some kind of feedback. Is it on me? No, nah, I think it's uh... <clears throat> Is that any better? Tell her to talk. Can you say something else? Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep looking down at the the screen, but I'm looking at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you say something else? <laughs> something else and other things and other things. All the things. Something else. Something else and all the things and all the things. Yeah, it's just it's I don't know. Yeah. Um maybe okay. maybe try to back out and then back and come back in. Or is um is your speaker kind of resting on something? Yeah, that was the only thing. So if I do it like hold on. Is that better? I think that is better. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think that's better. Okay. Okay, cool. Now y'all all up in my face. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a sea change. This is gonna be like no, right I'm just not, I just one was so high, so I was like, come here far back. Man, that's why I be wearing the hat so that the, the redness doesn't it kind that of flares over. <laughs> but uh, uh let me see where was I at. So yeah, getting your chakras aligned, getting it, I feel that shit. I definitely feel that. So I feel like you kind of fit you fit in right at home. You know what I'm saying? Moving down to New Orleans, pretty much. Like, yeah. <laughs> you pretty much just, you fit right into that culture. I mean, yes and no. A lot of it, it took it, it took time to get used to, because I don't think, I mean, you, it, it was the drinking everywhere, having open drinks and everything else, and then you start to realize it's just a relaxed culture down here. And so, like, I'm sorry, it took a while to get rid of the makeup. It took a while to get rid of the heels because um, mm -hmm. you're not walking on Bourbon Street in heels. Honestly, you don't even go to Bourbon Street anymore. But, you know, you're not really doing a lot of that in heels here. It's hot. 
it's hot. I locked my hair. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you, you locked your hair when you got the when you got to New Orleans. Yeah, it was it's too hot. It's too hot. The wigs and everything, the makeup, the humidity itself will choke you out. I don't it just seemed like a bad idea, but it took a while to adjust to unbecoming. And then it just was easy just to become. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. But no, it was, no, it makes, sense. it makes sense. It was like taking off all the extra and actually getting to the core of who I was down here. And it is, it's a freedom down here that's not anywhere else. But I know I can't be down here forever. If that mm. makes sense. So. Okay. So it's, it's, it was kind of like a, a um, stopping place, like a rest stop. Yeah. It's a rest stop, definitely. But it's okay. I'm, I'm looking at it as... When I left Charlotte, it was it was me just trying to figure out what I wanted to do for myself because I had done so much for other people. And it was just like, OK, well, life plan A didn't work out. So if you could do your own thing, what would you do? And mm -hmm. it was like, OK, well, I want to plan a life around dance in some way, some shape, some form, some capacity. And so I felt like in Charlotte, you couldn't I couldn't move out of a box or the way people saw me or whatever. So going somewhere else, starting somewhere new, unbecoming, shedding all that stuff, became a part of this culture, you know, as much as I uh, can, because, you know, you never really a part of culture when you don't live there, you know? But, I mean, when you're not from But, you know, at the same time, just really embracing everything and understanding that I can enjoy it. It's not mine. I love mm -hmm. it. It's, it's beautiful sure. down here. We could twerk. It no is. <laughs> I, I love. I love New Orleans. Like I've. I've. I mean, I got. You know, my my brother. He's from New Orleans. You know, saying um, my family's from New Orleans. Um, I've been. I've been a couple times, and I mean, it's it's always love. Like New Orleans is 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 different every single time I've been. Um, haven't been. You know, a litany of times, but every single time I've been, it's always different. And um, though before we before we get more into that though, um, I want to kind of bring it back. I'm gonna kind of run it all the way back, and let's start. You know, what I'm saying with those humble beginnings in the Queen City, um, which you know is 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 so crazy. You know, what I'm saying like being from Charlotte, you know, it's wild to see that the city's like we had the Panthers for years, and we still ain't get no spotlight. <laughs> it took so long for you know, what I'm saying the city to actually start to look a little bit different and not just be known for real estate and. You know, I feel like um actually I almost went off on a tangent. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. No, Tell me about <laughs> originally from Charleston, South Carolina. So For sure, I'm originally from Albuquerque. I, I moved I moved to Charlotte when I was five. Okay. So well, like, I, I say I was from there, but I wasn't raised. I wasn't born there. Pivotal years in Charlotte. It's different. Like yeah, you know, sure. for me it was the same way. I moved to Charlotte around like twelve. So it's like I still had, you know, and of course, you know, you go from somewhere and we were so close. We were back and forth every weekend. like, oh, really yeah. Yeah. But for a while, like Charlotte, Charlotte was definitely what I would be considering home if I say home. Like my family's still there. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's still home. But I I've seen Charlotte go through a lot of change really fast. You know, yeah. it just, it seemed like it was not changing for a minute. Then all of a sudden just... Boom. Like, Boom. blew like, my mind. Every time I go back to Charlotte, I get lost. Every time I go back. And I left in, I guess I, I officially left in 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah. So when I left and went to the military, I, you know, going back and stuff, it's like, 
you know, roads I used to have to walk up or take a bike up. They got bus routes now. And it's just like, or they got a whole interpass. It's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, I was house in, Jan- in February. I went to visit in February. I stayed for a month. And I was out there just visiting. And I'm just like, I don't know where anything is anymore. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm over here using the city. <laughs> But the fact that I had to take GPS to get from Matt Holly Huntersville to West Mac messed me up. Oh, the no. fact that I had to use GPS really to get that too. far. Yeah. It did. Right. It really did. So you said so you said uh, you said your mom, you going to your mom's house. Was, was, uh, did you were you raised with your mom and your dad, or was it just your mom? I was raised with both of my parents. Um oh. but my no, I don't, I'm not saying it like that. I, I was raised with both of my parents, they were both a handful. <laughs> It was, I was like my dad was a preacher, so preacher's daughter. I hate to say that I hold on, you a PK? I I fit the stereotype too. I was so it it makes sense now on this way. On this way, yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, we grew up really like really religious in that aspect. Um, Mm -hmm. you know. We moved, actually moved to Charlotte to make an extension of a church. Like, um, that was the main reason that we came to Charlotte. My father was supposed to start a church here, and he did. It was a whole thing. And then, like, yeah, ministry was the biggest part of my life. So, that's awesome. awesome. So, do you have any siblings? I have two. I have an older brother and a younger brother. So, I'm the only girl. Is that's great though. <laughs> you have an older brother. My brother. No, my I'm sorry. Go ahead. My brothers are my best friends. So that's what's up. That's what's up. And they, so were they? Are they kind of like the stereotypical PKs as well? No, like my well, my older brother. I think just because he's older, he thinks he's like the leader. Like yeah. he's the qualified professional. My little brother is. I would say he's the boy version of me, but I think he's wilder. Like, I think he, my little brother is really about that life. It, but I think sure. he's still calm with it. It's like that switch. But okay. I don't think it really, from, I don't really think they took all of that in. It was just, you know, I hate to say it, but the way that the way that the church and Christianity deal with women is a little different than men. So the PK thing was more so on the girl, which yeah. is me. It was like, oh, the preacher's daughter, she about to be this, she about to be that. Oh, my goodness. Da, 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 da. They didn't care about pre- preacher's sons. You don't hear the stigma about mm-hmm. preachers. You may hear that they party, but that's about it. But, yeah, there's not there's not so much pressure put on. Yeah, I, I, I definitely could feel that shit. I could feel that, especially especially Southern southern churches. Like, they're just different. <laughs> they, you know, say, like, whatever it is, put a little extra Southern, put a little extra funk on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Put a little shame in it. I hate to say it like that. A little extra shame. A little extra shame. You feel bad? Mm, Add a little extra. Not bad enough. (laughs) So, (laughs) sprinkle some on that. So, like, so kind of going, uh, kind of going forward a little bit. So, you went to West Mac. So, um, you so we're we're Indian slash Hawk alumni. Um, I didn't graduate from West Meg. I, I went there three years and then I um, left my senior year. But um, are they are they still the Hawks? I I think so. I don't go. I I, I think mm, 
I think I went back one time. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been back. But <laughs> well, outside of when I pulled up to go uh, when I was trying to find my way there and literally drove into the parking lot and left. But um, anyways, my point of saying was, uh, yeah. So you graduated from West Mac. I think it was a uh, 07. Yeah. 07. So and that was something else. I definitely thought we graduated more uh, closer in class. But um, but so how was that? Like when you graduated, like what did you what did you think you were going to do? Or what was your plan to do right when you graduated high school? When I graduated, it was I don't think I really had plans. I think I just kind of at first it was so much of um, I'm just going to work. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't. Um, I stayed home one semester. <laughs> It's gonna sound so bad. I stayed home one semester, right? I was working two jobs. I worked at United Healthcare and I worked at Target in the photo booth. That's how old we are. So, <laughs> man, <laughs> and I was doing it. I was having fun. I was making money. I was I, I was getting paid pretty good, and I was still living at home. And all my friends are going to college. So for me, I was like, you know, it don't matter. But my mom started getting on my nerves. And they started looking like they was having a lot of fun. That's the real reason why I went to college. Mm-hmm. Whatever motivates you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, it, but but that was it. Like I didn't really have plans. Mm-hmm. But it was like I gotta get out of here. She she be doing too much. I can't do this. Like uh-uh, no. And where no. did you where did you go exactly? I went to A and T. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Word, yeah. word, that's what's up, that's what's up. And then, what did you, what'd you, so did you graduate from a Yeah, I graduated in 2012, so. Word. that's awesome, that's awesome. So, so okay, so I'm piecing, piecing together pieces of the story now, because, yeah, piecing together pieces of the story. Um, I just know that. <laughs> like, I just, you said what? I never have plans, I just do shit. And I think that's my problem, but also the thing that has helped me just be successful in anything. I don't I think mean, you gotta do it. Sometimes fuck it, you know. Say so you just gotta just jump out there and, and see what the hell happens. I live a life of fuckets and why not? For sure, for sure. I, I'm not, I'm not, not that it matters. But what's your sign? I'm a Leo. You're a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's yeah. like I'm just gonna jump the fuck out there. Y'all gonna move or you just gonna get hit? Like I'm not even. It's, it's that, but it's like for me, it's it's more so of y'all know what we should do. We should do this. You know what? Let's do that. Nobody else want to do it. I'm gonna still do it, but you know, I'm trying to let everybody do it. For sure. And that's how I operate. I'm just like, y'all know what we should do this. You know, what we should do it today. Y'all got time? <laughs> we ain't doing nothing. Go <laughs> do this that I just thought of ten minutes ago today, right now. <laughs> so, so you say you graduated 2012. So. Just a few. Well, actually, I'm gonna ask. So the first time that I guess it started to more so be apparent uh, was around like 2014. But when did you kind of start seeing yourself getting into dancing and more specifically like pole fitness? So that is actually that's cool that you know that. That's that's lit because it's actually the truth. 2014 is when everything started. Um, I was dancing like I did dance in the band at uh, West Mac, but I had yeah. been. Or that I danced in anything that I could dance in, like since I was little, dance teams, ballet, hip hop, you know, church. I always had something step team, liturgical, whatever I could get my hand dancing in because it was just like I'm not good at a lot of things, 
well, I'm not great at a lot of things. I do well in a lot of things, but I feel like that was just the one thing that I just was like, this is it. This is what I can do. This is my thing. But I gained weight and, you know, I got to college and I was not in the health to really be dancing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm a big girl. I can't dance. It was, I'm a big girl. I can't dance for long periods of time. Like, it was all of that. And then it was just like, okay, well, I ended up having two breast reductions because they were huge. And they took, they hurt my back. So after that, I lost that. And then I realized there was a stomach under there. So I was like, oh, okay. So I had to lose that. And then in the process of losing that, it allowed me to get into dance even more because I don't like going to gyms. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me go to dance classes. Let me find different things. So I would be dancing at home. You was like, I ain't about to go lifting the weights. So Hell no. Somewhere. I wasn't finna run. Nobody was chasing me. Why would I run? <laughs> like, I don't understand that. So... <laughs> I was like, y'all want me to run? No. That's ridiculous. But why? But why? <laughs> or what? So I just started going to a bunch of different dance classes. And then, like, I was stalking this dance studio for a while. And I, at that time in my life, I had just graduated. You know, I think after graduation, you lose a lot of people. Mm. A lot of friends, you know, because everybody's going on with their life or everybody's getting into their own thing or sadly, everybody's getting to point of depression because you're just like what the fuck you know <laughs> what's next so we reached that point and I lost a lot of friends and I was just like I don't have nobody to go to this class with me ma will you go to this pole class with me and my mom was like I don't care sure so my you, mom, you recruited mama I took my mama hey yeah. turn up mama shout she out to mama the one time it was like that's enough for me so <laughs> she was like ah uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. hey <laughs> It's all about the effort, though. She took that trick. She took that trick home. She took she took that one trick home, but I did so well in like the intro class. I was just addicted. I was addicted, and that's awesome. It was interest. It was it was because of the fact that I felt strong. Like it it really made me feel like it was different when you lifting yourself as opposed mm. to dancing on the floor. So I was like, oh. I feel kind of strong out there. <laughs> so. I mean, it's a honestly, and you know, and I, I even, you know, I, I kind of alluded to it when I wrote you that day. But the art of you watching you and how you and how you, you know, your your evolution in it honestly has made me pay more attention to it just overall as an art. And honestly, when I, you know, as a man, when I looked at people, be like, oh, I'm going to go do pole fit classes. As a man with my dumbass misogynist and thinking, I'm just like. Oh, she's doing that because she wants to feel sexy about herself and she wants to turn turn me on. It ain't got nothing to do with you, my guy. <laughs> it ain't yeah. got nothing to do with you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? It is completely it's it's you know what I'm saying, it's completely out of that. Not that all of it is about, you know, saying, you know, I know you could definitely, you know, help me out and explain it. It's not all about, you know, turning somebody on or putting on a show. Sometimes it's really it could be purely about fitness. It could be purely about those things. It could be purely about a mental releasing and it's it's a genre of dance. Yeah. I mean, it's literally a genre of dance, and and I've I've you know I've I've the only way that you know I've um, been able to really associate it outside of pole fitness, which didn't really come until a little bit later. At least I didn't start realizing it until a little bit later. Outside of that, was just a strip club, mm-hmm. and 
me personally, I'm not super in the strip club. It's like, you know, cool. I, you know, I appreciate that they're there. I appreciate strippers and what they do for the culture, but it's just not my personal thing. If I'm going to spend some money for somebody to strip, it's going to be somebody where I'm going to get the money back <laughs> or it stays in the house. Right. I guess you're that. Guess you that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, so, but then that, that also kind of opened me up to the idea of pole fitness. And it's just like, well, shit. You know, I know if I if I get anybody that I'm with or my wife, she comes to me and she's just like, you know, I want to do pole fitness. She, Hell yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Why not? Because not, you know, even though it's not for me, it can be. <laughs> so like, so so I guess all that long ass whatever I just said, bringing me into another question. Um, since you've been doing pole fitness, what are some of the stigmas that you've kind of had to face as a dancer and how has that, how, it, how, if that is, if, blah, 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 how has that affected, I'll just say the dating pool. We can keep it general. Let's okay. Say the dating pool. Yeah. Okay. Relax. Relax. So, um, I will say that, of course, when I first started, I was really like, you know, I'm not a stripper. Don't come to me like that. I was very afraid to do anything that seemed sexual or sensual on like the internet because I it was two thousand. I started it, like two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. So it wasn't as Cardi B was not out here. It was not yeah. a bunch of girls out here doing all of this on the pole. So when I started posting things, I got when I tell you most of the guys on my page just came for me. Like, oh, you want you trying to be a little pole? You know, it was, um, you know, you might as well give me your private show or let me see something. I mean, since you're trying to do this anyway or you're trying to be a stripper. And honestly, I, it was it was so embarrassing because it was like for me, it wasn't like, oh, look at my ass shake or look at that. It was like, y'all, look how strong I am. Like, look, look what I can do, because coming from someone who was heavier and didn't feel strong and couldn't do all these things. When I started making these achievements in pole, it was like. Y'all, look, I'm not going to lie. The first pole class, even when I was teaching pole, the first pole class, I tell everybody, it's very hard for a lot of women because you're looking, you have a big mirror in front of you and you have to accept what's in that mirror. And mm. a lot of women don't feel sexy because of what they, they think that what they, their body, like, oh, this imperfection takes away the ability for me to be sexy. Whereas with pole, it taught me that these imperfections add to the sexy. And I think like, it was like a lot of women when they start taking pole, they go through that process. So I think when a lot of guys come in and they're trying to jump off gate, like, Oh, y'all trying to be hoes. It's like, first of all, I'm just starting to, I'm, I don't, I can't speak for everybody. Cause some girls mm -hmm. come in, boom, but I had had two surgeries. It was a new body for me. So I was coming in learning to relove myself and the body that I had because it was hard. It was hard. It wasn't the body that I had before. And mm -hmm. I didn't. so coming in to pole was one, I had to start off slow for the simple fact of I had to deal with the person in the mirror and trying to find out how to be sexy for me before I ever tried to be sexy for somebody else. Cause my version of sexy ain't the version of sex. Somebody else could be think clowns are sexy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big facts. Big so facts. It, Big old red nose. <laughs> right. So it was one, taking away the idea of what sexy is, adding my own idea of what sexy was, and then starting to feel sexy for myself. If that 
it, and and you know, some people are like, oh, I ain't even give a fuck what nobody says. Everybody got to feel sexy once in their life. They got to feel like they did the fly one once in their life, you know. And I got think, been, you know, we have we have that issue of. Well, when I was teaching class, I would tell them to walk and be sensual and everything else, and they would just start busting out laughing. Like, <laughs> it's a defense mechanism because you don't feel like you are that, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, yeah. boom, once they master that, they take that elsewhere. They t- You can take that into everything. That confidence that pole gives you filters into everything. But the problem is with the dating they don't see that a lot of it, it depends i will say as time has progressed it's been getting better mm-hmm. like everybody won't be on the pole you know <laughs> all the girls want to be on the pole everybody wants to be it's okay i support that um, i hear that accent coming at you too everybody like shit that's like <laughs> I'm, oh, you a little stripper hole. Hi, <laughs> <Aye>, baby. Hi, <laughs> baby. At, at one time, I'd be like, first of all, don't, call, don't be talking to me like that. No, I'm not doing that. I'd be like, man. I said, I get paid good, my nigga. <laughs> hey, that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, yeah, it's all that matters. It's all that matters. <laughs> I'm sorry, I go on tangents. I'm a little bit. Nah, it's all good. It's all um, good. It's it's it was harder at first to date because once you tell guys that hey, this is what I do, especially because I do burlesque now. Um, mm-hmm. I do burlesque and burlesque. Um, and burlesque is the art of burlesque is different than striptease and everything else, and I had to learn that too. Which but, I I definitely want you to actually sit. We're here. Okay. Go, I want you to definitely go into that, please. So when I first started doing, I jumped into burlesque and I was like, I could do it. It's nothing, blah, blah, blah. And I was doing good. I was putting together performances. It was fine. But I actually had an amazing burlesque dancer sit down, like an amazing black woman sit down with me, Simone Del Mar. If you ever watch a performer, my God, my God, what a team, my God. She's amazing. And she sat down with me. Like she, it was like, I, I had a, I, I was doing small gigs for a while. And then I got a chance to do a bigger gig. And one, I bought a stage pole for that. I understood that. I was like, I have to offer something a little bit different because I'm new to this community. They mm-hmm. have to be something different from me, a little different. Not saying people haven't done it before, but still. So she saw that and, you know, she saw me do another routine and she was great enough nice enough to pull me inside like hey i'm gonna give you some tips this is what's gonna happen and she sat down and she worked on a routine with me and um it's one of the routines that i do that's like a lot now um and it was the fact of slowing down the fact of a tease the fact of a reveal the fact of flirting and it's more so of unlike stripping um the goal is to get my clothes off and then twerk, do whatever, whatever. Like I can come out naked, I can walk around half clothed. With burlesque, it's the art of taking off the items. How are you going to take off the items? Is it going to be presented? You're presenting yourself and you're untrusting yourself in the way that you see fit, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. 
Like for sure, for sure. It's a different type of thing, and it's slower. It's slower. That was the thing that got me. I'm over here like, uh, 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 mm, mm, mm. and she's like, woo. <laughs> you got to think of burlesque like a tease, and like mm-hmm. it's got to be like the lead up to sex. I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of okay. what it is. Like, tease. like you're not just trying to. Mm-mm-mm. I'm out. I mean, that's good sometimes, you know, it's what you do, but you would want something to build up. It was like For taking sure. someone on a journey, inviting them in, undre- presenting yourself, undressing, involving, mm-hmm. dragging them in for the final reveal. And then sometimes you may not do a final reveal. You might just get them all worked up just for nothing. And it's 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 about that part of it and that aspect of it. Whereas Paul... Yeah, whereas pole, don't get me wrong, pole, I can do the same things, but I can do it with fast tricks, fast hits, you know, a lot of slapping, and it doesn't have to be, I would say, it doesn't have to be as poised as the burlesque style that I was getting into, because there's different burlesque. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so since you've been into the burlesque world of things, um, and... I hope nobody has asked something as cliche as this, but since you've been into the burlesque, and I'm not even trying to compare the two, I know they're separate. Yeah. But um, I'd like to say, have you ever had any Stanleys? So I say that uh, a boy from a Players Club. <laughs> Can I? The one that was. So it's like not necessarily getting too deep into it, but like, have you ever had anybody like come to your shows like, "Can you come back?" <laughs> They'd be like, like, like they're there for you type shit. Cause like I can, I just can't imagine. Like I, I always feel for women that are in any type of performing aspect. Yeah. Um, because when Crazy. you're performing, especially if you're a performer, you're and you, you know, you're, you know, saying being a woman and being, you know, that and, and being sensual and sometimes being sexual and then like some men just go too goddamn far. Like, you know, what I'm saying like. Charlotte. Like, <laughs> you said that was in Charlotte? I had a soccer in Charlotte and I had a guy. Oh, I, I, I don't know how to say this. And I don't out this person, but I'm going to just, I'm a, he's, a, I, okay, so. Uh, mm, you don't got to say that. Yo, yeah, yo, yeah, you don't got to, you don't got to get into it. I mean, we can leave it right at the fact that, yes, you dealt I'm with it. This name, I would never do that. That's so disrespectful. Like, that person has a life. Um, but a life, not a wife, a life. <laughs> I have to make sure I said that. But, um, Yes, I do have, um, I have had someone who came to every show, but this person would come and sit in the back, um, hat on, masked up, um, because uh, this person had a nice position that they could not lose or be seen in these types of spaces. Um, yeah. Uh, and it was very interesting because they would come, they would wait for me after the show, they would talk to me after the show and let me know that they were coming for me. Um, but it was very, after a while, it got kind of creepy because you never, because uh, they would hit me up on Instagram and be like, oh, I wish I could come to your show. I know that you would have done so well. And I'm like, okay, thank you. You know, I did well without you being there, bro. Wait, wait, wait. And then they'll, then I'll get off stage from performing and I'll see a video of me and they were like, I made it. I knew I couldn't. Like, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, no. Cool, dude. That's fine. That's oh, fine. No. And I'm talking about every show. It was, because uh, I've had shows in a lot of different oh, no. places. So I would be like, oh, I wouldn't even know this person was here. And then they'll be like, I've had security literally sit there and be like, dude is back. I just want to let you know 
we're not, you know, we're going to escort you out and everything else. So. At least they got your back. At least they're looking out for you. Certain places. Certain places, not really, because, you know, but I think that's, so another, that's another thing that I don't understand, because these people initially are, like, trying to date me or want to be with me, but they don't. That's the other problem with, with, with dating. You're trying to date a persona. I'm not Nova. They don't. Yeah. Like, I'm not sensual all the time. I don't wear makeup all the time. Like, I'm not, if anything, I smoke, I chill, and I work on, <laughs> I work on all, I'm boring at this point. Like, I might do a little thing, I might go hang out every time, like, but they want, they want that, 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 and that is yeah. five minutes out of my day. For so, sure. It's creepy. It's a little creepy. So if I ever date anybody, it's never from. It would never. It would never and has never been. Most girls wouldn't cross. Mm -mm. You have to. I people that I date literally see they when they see me they don't even know I do it. Word. I gotta see that. Okay. Okay. So trying to think. So how to trying to think of the best way to bring this, but so. Try to think of the best way to frame this question because it's gonna be kind of kind of bringing it all together. So we've covered a lot of things. You know, we talked about um, you know, saying you came up in the church. Um, you know, you had a you know fun, you know, fun, you know, childhood kind of had that stereotypical kind of PK thing going on. Um, you went through some different soul searching. Um, you hit heavily on the fact of checking in with you and looking at you inner inner self and really seeing yourself looking out. I mean, really seeing yourself from the outside looking in. Yeah. And really, you know, saying kind of working that way out. Um, when it comes to what's looking forward for you, I know that you said that New Orleans isn't. That's not, you know, it's just, it's just a it's just a rest stop. And I, and I and as I said, rest stop. As I literally let it come out of my mouth, I wanted to take it back because you're not resting. Like you're work, like you're grinding. You know, what I'm saying like you're really you really out there doing your thing. And that's really the reason why I, you know, saying I wanted to bring you on here because you are constantly out there. You know, so every time like it's just. It's really like little like evolutions, like little steps and shit. And it's just like, yo, this is really dope to see. Okay. Um, so what's next for you? I'm not sure. Like I told you, I don't ever have a plan. I just kind of, as long as I feel like, you know, everything is guided. Everything is kind of there. You just kind of got to reach out for it. And for me, I don't know what my next step is. I just know that I just keep venerating my ancestors. I talk to them. We mm -hmm. We're going to do what we got to do. Um, I tell them what I would desire. I tell them what I want. Um, and I work towards that. Um, so at this point, sure. I'm just, uh, I'm trying to, because honestly, it was never my intention to come down here and just be a, like all oh, big name. It was just something that I want to do in my spirit, just to try a new life. So maybe go somewhere else with it, you know? Uh, yeah. Start teaching some classes again. I miss teaching pole classes. I used to do that heavily. Um, you know, working on creating burlesque uh, outfits because certain things need specific types of different reveals. Um, and I think just being immersed. So getting, in, getting into fashion. I mean, I guess you could say that, but I don't. Okay, a little dab a little um, bit, okay. I'm learning how to sew. I will say that for that reason specifically because I'm going to make things like that. Um, but other than that, you know, just, you know, still, of course, being in my spirituality and just 
moving forward in my dance. I think dance is uh, being in my spirituality and self too. So for sure, for sure. Okay. That's why we then- can we dance and your dance when you dance it's like a soul dance and then when I dance like I said it's like a soul dance. You don't just for me it's not just I don't even remember when I get off stage. I tell people that all the time. I kind of black out. I'm not there. I'm not there. Literally, I, I feel that. I feel that when I'm really engrossed in something, especially when, uh, you know, say when I'm dancing, like I don't dance anywhere as much as I used to, but when I was, and I think it's a lot of the reason why I stopped doing it as much, I stopped having that feeling as much, but just mm-hmm. the same way I get out there, I do my thing and people be like, yo, that was crazy when you did that. And I'll be like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, tell you unless you recorded it. I can't tell you. I walk in there with the, with the whole routine, come out, do none of the routine. People be like, oh my goodness. That I'm like, I don't remember what I did at all. And it's so funny. I've had so many friends be like, girl, you killed the shit. And I'm just like, okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that when you're creative, it's like that. You just do, you just do what's what's natural to you. Especially when you're when it's natural when it when it's natural to you. You can tell when somebody is creating something and it's not natural, but when that shit's natural, it just flows out of you. Oh, wait, I am trying to. Mm, let me hold that. I'm gonna hold that one. Put that in my back pocket. Never mind. Oh yeah, let them. Let them, yeah, I, I shouldn't even ask that question. My, don't tell, don't tell me first when it's done. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that one in my back pocket because yeah, and yeah, that's not solidified yet. Let me shut up. For sure, for sure. Well, I'm just gonna send you all the best vibes with whatever that is. You Thank got you. it coming towards you. And um, before and before I let you go, I have to ask you one last question. If you had an opportunity to get a message out to everybody in the world, what would that message be? Chill the fuck out. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> What the fuck out? Get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> no. Um, it's the same message I tell everybody, even when I was teaching classes, and it may seem like it has nothing to do with anything, but it does. It has everything to do with everything. Figure out how you heal. Find out how you heal. Find out your healing process. Find out what that is. Uh, and because that's the one thing in life that you're gonna have to use over and over and over and over again. Um. And I think that the reason why I say that and ties to everything, like I did a lot of, I went through a lot of shit and I had to go through a lot of healing to even get to a point where I could even make any moves to do anything for anybody, to stop doing things for other people and doing things for me. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, find out how you heal because life is going to knock you the fuck down over and over and over and over again. And you just kind of got to figure out how you heal just to not stay stuck and stagnant in that same energy. Already, definitely, definitely. I like that. Figure out how you heal. Y'all heard it there first. It's really just that simple. I mean, we don't got to get too much deeper into that. Just figure out how y'all heal. Heal with yourself. Do some little, you know, get your chakras right. Talk to your ancestors and put on the twerk music after that. You can't wake up to that shit. You gotta. I mean, you you could look. Look, if your if your ancestors is about that shit, because you know some. Yeah, if grandma was getting it, yeah, then go ahead and get it. Right. like they little Hennessy, they like they like they blunt. Like there's some ancestors that I will roll a blunt for, cause that's big facts. That's big like facts. You you right. Honor thy ancestors as they need to be honored. Look, do it. You'll never. You'll, so, so you know, sing for grandma, sing church music for grandma. But if you gonna bust it open for auntie, do it open the other side. So grandma, <laughs> different spaces. <laughs> 
Miss Miss No, but thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's been a pleasure. <clears throat> like I said, I really appreciate you coming on. It's been amazing watching your journey, and I'm really excited to you know saying to you know kind of continue to cheer for you on the sidelines. Um, you know, say being somebody like I said, I don't even necessarily know directly, but just know you definitely got a fan in me, and I'm definitely gonna make sure that I put it out there. You know, what I'm saying for everybody else to know. And like I said, it's been a, definitely a pleasure having you on here. Thank you, and of course millions and billions of success to this podcast you know you're doing your thing i hope and i pray that you connect back with that thing that gets you dancing again because as a dancer i know how that feels that is your soul dance that is your expression for sure i appreciate that between that and the back surgery you know say we might get back into but we'll see how that comes play but now like i said i really appreciate you i had to you know dust it off a little bit <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tapping in. Country Fan Bell Podcast, one of the Country Fan Bell Networks where a fan makes a fan. Thank you.